Hello everybody, this is the House of Dark, and welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. We're going to go super sci-fi today, because this weekend, Dune came out. For those who don't know Dune, Dune is actually an old book that I've never read. And apparently it was a book that came out in 1965. The writer was Frank Herbert, who wrote, uh, it's a, literally a science fiction novel that was written in 1965. And, uh, I've never read it. I've honestly never read the book. Uh, my first exposure to Dune was in, uh, in, uh, 1984. I don't think that's when I first saw it, but I was definitely like, it was definitely, I was young. I was probably like seven, you know, when I saw it. And I was, <laughs> I saw it several times as a kid, and I was very confused about this film. So, for those who don't know, this, the Dune is literally a futuristic movie where is you have this, like, these houses based on, no, you know, like, these noble houses. It's like, that's the kind of society it is. And they're, apparently, uh, these houses control planets. Because uh, you, when you first meet, like, the Atreides family, they are running, they're literally running a planet. And they accept this, this opportunity to go to another planet where, uh, this spice, this drug known as spice is not only being, is being manufactured, but it's being used. And apparently it has multiple uses. Um, in, in, in the, in that universe. And so it's, and I'm not going to get into really hard because I like, you guys, you literally have to see it. You literally have to see it. But so, because this, to me personally, I was very confused when I first started. I was confused when I watched it as a kid. I was kind of, I'm kind of, I was kind of confused. We'll get to that. So, the book came out in 1965. There's the movie that came out in 1984. That's what I remember. I, you know, when I was a kid, I just remember the weird, weird, weird body suits. They got things in the nose. They're riding giant, giant, like, sandworms. That's all, and weird dreams. That's all I remember as a kid. And so, obviously, so, you know, then they, apparently, was it, was it on Sci-Fi? Yeah, on Sci-Fi Channel, there was a, there was a, a mini, oh, there, wow, there was a couple of books, actually, too, that, like, apparently, there was a sequel called, you know, that had to do, there was a miniseries on Sci-Fi that was, you know, based on Dune, and then they made another one, they made a call, it's called Children of Dune, which I didn't know what. I guess it was a se- either a sequel book or a, a I don't know. I, I never got into the, like the mini series because I was like, "There's a Dune series." I remember when that first came out. I was like, "It was, it was like what 2000." I was like, "I was like, why are they doing a series?" Like, I barely understood the movie. So, anyways, so apparently there's a bunch of sequels that came after the Dune, which is there's Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune. And Chapter House Dune. So, so apparently, so apparently there's a, there's a bunch of books. He came out, and apparently, I think his son got involved and started writing more stuff afterwards. Anyways, this, apparently, there's this a huge like like series I've never touched, never touched. I think when I was a kid, didn't even know it was even a book. When I was a kid. I don't know if I would have read it, but I, you know, it didn't know it was even a book as a, even as a kid. Uh, like I said, movie was confusing to me when I watched it back in, in the eighties. Uh, 
I never watched the miniseries. I was on sci-fi. So when they announced they're pretty much rebooting and doing a new Dune film, I was like, good. At first, I, let me, let, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Was I super excited? Eh. Was I like, was I, was I trashing it? Not really, because like I said, the film came out in 84. We're due for a reboot. You know what I mean? We're very, we're very much due for a reboot. And, uh, and I literally said, I hope this movie ex- makes things more clear to me. Like I said, I never read the books because I didn't know there were existing books, to be honest, let alone a series. And so I was like, let's go. And so they got a lot of people to be in this movie, by the way. And so actually what's funny, I watched the movie and I go back and watch and look at the old, the, the casting for the old Dune. First of all, like, and I was like, oh, you're, oh, you know, so I started realizing who played who. And like, and Patrick, and, I, and one of the things I remember was Patrick Stewart was in the old Dune. And Patrick Stewart played, uh, what Josh Rowland's role is in this movie. So we'll, I'll say that much. But I was like, oh man. I was like, I never, I never knew, uh, like, and like, so I'm like, I'm looking at all the names because I recognize the names now. The, in the, from the movie. I'm like, oh, you're, oh, oh. Oh, kind of thing. Like, wow, who the, wow, okay. Uh, so, and it's, so it's very interesting to see, like, the comparison, especially when Timothy, what's his name? Chalamet? Chalamet? Chalamet is playing the main character, which is Paul Atreides. And I don't know how, how old is Timothy. He's young. He's a young guy. He's not that young. 25? Eh, it's kind of young, I guess. So, anyways. But yeah, in this movie, there's all kind of folks in this movie. Some A lot of people I recognize. Obviously, Zendaya. I remember Rebecca Ferguson from, was it Ghost Protocol? It's one of the, you know, uh, Mission Impossible films. I think she's in Fallout as well. I think she's in that one, too. Uh, Jason Momoa, you got Oscar Isaac, you got Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardeen, Dave Bautista, Joff Brolin. I mean, it, it they got a pretty good cast to be in this film. You know what I mean? It took, you know what's so funny? Cause it took me a second to realize that was Stellan Skarsgård when I was watching. I said, wait a minute, I know that face. Wait a second. You know, so it took, it took me a moment, but it was definitely, you know, they got, they got a cast to be in this movie. And so I think that was cool. They, you know, they they definitely wanted you to they wanted this movie to succeed. The fact that they they went to, to this po- this to this level to make this movie. Um, I've never seen Timothy Chalamet in anything. I think he's isn't he like a musician or something like that. And uh, the only thing I've seen him in was in he did a he was he hosted SNL and he played a he did that whole yeet episode with him and Pete uh Pete Davidson and and uh, Quest Love and stuff like that. It was it was pretty funny. I am not gonna lie, it was pretty funny. But uh so I don't know his talent. So I don't know to the level of his skill or anything like that. I just know that he exists. And and apparently my fourteen year old is is very about him. Which whatever. She's a teenage girl it makes sense. She's she's about him and Tom Holland, and I'm like, all right, all right, I get it, kind of thing. So that's fine. <laughs> but I didn't know anything about him outside of the little bit I've seen of him. So I I started so I started watching a movie. Oh my goodness! I'm not gonna lie. There was there was already so much exposition in the first ten minutes that threw me. 
The first 45 minutes of this movie, I was very confused. Maybe, maybe because out of context, I don't know anything that's happening. I just know I never, I never read the book or books. So there's a lot that's probably referencing that people who've read it, I would not know. I don't know. But there's a like, you know, there's, there's a lot that's happening. There's, you know, changes being made. Like I said, you got this house, this family of uh, planet owners are going to another planet. And then there's so much, there's, there's so much happening. And then it finally settles, and then stuff starts happening again. And then now there's, there's this whole thing that's being, there's no, this whole extra story arc that's in there. You know, or, or it was already existing, but it was layered by something else that you think is the main, the main arc, the main point. And then you start finding out, oh shoot, there's more to it. So I do like the fact there's more to it. Um, Paul Atreides, that's played by Timothy Chalamet, there's a lot going on with his character. Uh, some of it you find out at the beginning. And then throughout the movie, you start, you know, picking up more and more stuff. And the only way I can describe him is like, he's the one. Maybe you know, Not necessarily like the Matrix, the one, but maybe like the Matrix, the one. I don't know. And I'm still confused by some of it. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I, I am intrigued. I am intrigued in the fact that like, I'm coming in here knowing nothing. I know very little. I have like, like I said, I have a little memory of it when I was younger Never read the book, so I'm coming in here with no information. I'm like, so you guys better teach me. And I will say, I was kind of off put, I was put off at the beginning at first. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be one of these movies where I don't understand nothing. And then, But everybody I know is going to know all the 9,000 references and pulls from it from the books. And I'm just not going to enjoy this film. And when it's, when it's, and then when it came, by the way, this is part one. Just so you know. So that shows you how big this story is. And I think that's also why I was confused in the first film, because they just take this whole story and they try to shove it into one film. How long was the first film? Let's go back. Let's look. Let's look. Uh, first film. I want to, I want to, I want a couple Oscars, apparently. Uh, where is that? First film. Two hours. Two hours and 17 minutes. Well, okay. That's not bad. This movie is about, was two hours and 30 something. So, Okay. Okay. Uh, they said that someone gave the first movie a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, I don't recall. I, I would have to literally go back and watch the old one. And I might do that. I might revisit the old one just to see if it, if it hits the buttons that I, now, now that I've seen the first, the, the new one, will I recognize stuff? I can, I should do that. I should do, go do that. But, um, I will say that I started, that when stuff started like going, cause at first it wasn't slow. It, it, it's a, there's a slight slow burn at the beginning, cause I guess there, there's a lot of just setup. And you're being introduced to characters after character after character after character after character, like, like immediately. And I'm just trying to, I'm trying to absorb it all. <laughs> it's just like, okay, 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 okay. And then eventually, like I said, once it's settled, then stuff starts happening. And some of it's still a little confusing, but I'm definitely, it has my interest. This is a different type of science fiction that we don't get anymore. And I'm not, not putting down the stuff I do like, the other sci-fi stuff I do like. But that's also one of the reasons why I loved, like, the black hole. Because the black hole, like, was, like, super about story. And black hole was only, like, an hour and a half. If we, like, just so we remember, a black hole movie is an hour and a half. And you didn't get a lot of action in that movie until, like, the last... 20 minutes 
give or take. But there's so much story going on, like character building and 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 dialogue and back and forth and Vincent making quotes and all his one-liners and there he's killing it and stuff like that. My wife makes fun of that movie because all the all the all the the sound the the music's all super hardcore. It's all loud like that. By the way, that's the same thing with this movie. The movie, this, the music in this movie is so loud and intense in some situations to where like I don't know why it's doing it. And it has that like it has that not tribal, but it definitely has that little bit of folklore. It reminds me of, like the the soundtrack they did for like like Xena and the Warrior Prince and Hercules. That, ah, that like loud like it's it's interesting it's very interesting you know a lot of the this is a different type of science fiction for me this 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 goes along almost down the, down the road of like you know he-man and the masters of the universe like it's not like you're not jumping from different planets more or less you're stuck you're you're located in one spot and there's there's like you, you know you got a lot of sand and you know basic things, but there's still like there's science fiction elements to it, obviously. And there's there's this weird mysticism that, that about it that you know that's kind of unexplained. And so it's very interesting. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm very intrigued by the story and some of the stuff they show about it and like the sandworms and the direction that they want this character to go. And at the end of the movie, how he's kind of like the, there's, there's some politics in it that they're, they're discussing. There's like these crazy, there's these things that's happening in here. And, and that is, there's more going on in the story that, you know, than it, than it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, then it's when it comes to just being the spice, about the spice, which, you know, if you don't want to, don't know what I mean, you should either watch the old movie, read the book or watch this one. They explain it. And so I'm actually very intrigued, especially like we have a part one. And that was almost that was two and a half hours long. When is part two coming out? We're gonna we're gonna look up the sequel part two if if part two is even being worked on. I hope part two is like finished. I hope it's like end game. Like Do they have their <coughs> excuse me? Uh yeah, Dead Series, when you see the titles all doom, part one, I'm like, oh shoot. Which it's very, which tells me they they want to tell you they want to tell you the whole story, which for me that's very smart. They want you to know the whole story. Just it's that means it's a lot. That there, I mean, to be honest, there's a lot to take in. Like, and even in this the first half, I'm I'm taking in a lot of information. Uh, release date? Have they said anything about a release date? I'm looking to see if they gave a release date. Is Doom Part Two confirmed? I mean, I would hope so. You you already made it clear that part that there's part one, so there should be a part two. Uh, so this is fall of next year. I hope so. And uh, I hope so because there's there's a lot of unanswered questions and stuff. I would love to see what they explain, what they show, what what, what is leading to. Like and if they're gonna if they're and if they're gonna follow the series because I'm curious to see if they're gonna if they're leaving planet because I like I don't know about the books I don't know if in the books they left planet or not but I would love to see if this leaves this goes further than this than just the just the planet that they're on I am very intrigued by that because there's, like I said there's more going on than like the trailer shows you and even more than I realized when watching remember from watching the old movie so it's got me I'm not gonna lie it's it's got me. Um, 
Like there's there's a couple of little, there's a there's like an earlier scene where I remember it from the old film where Patrick Stewart's character is sparring with Paul, which is the main character, main antagonist, or excuse me, protagonist. And they, I that same scene is in this movie, and I remember it. And granted, they do it better in this one because new technology and stuff like that. But it's like it was, and it has Josh Brolin in it. I was like, it's so dope. I was like, it's a pretty good scene. It's a pretty good scene. And you already, and I, and you, you get to a sense of this kid, of this character getting more and more empowered further along in the in the story it goes. Like he's not wimpy in a sense of like. <clears throat> He's not like Peter Parker, wimpy. He's not that, but he's definitely like you're walking into a a, a, a universe that's already happening. It's kind of like Star Wars or like The Hobbit. Like even with like The Hobbit, The Hobbit technically is not the beginning. You're already walking into a world that already exists. You're already walking into uh, situations that are are been going on already, and so it's it's just and it's like that's how I feel about this movie. When you walk, you walk in, you already. Stuff is already happening, you know what I mean, and so you're technically playing catch up. You know what I mean. You're you're just literally you got picked up and put into a moment of time in the history of this show, of this story arc, of this of this fiction, of this you know, which I think is kind of cool because that means you don't you don't really have to start from the beginning, but at the same time you have to pay attention because you're gonna miss something, or because it's probably stuff that you know we don't know all about because it's there's so much going on in this world you really have to pay attention and that, and i you like i did i had to like sit there and just listen and, I, and also which weird enough like sometimes like they talk too low <laughs> why are we talking so low i hate that and so that makes you go like you know i feel like it's like that, that like quiet talker from seinfeld and i gotta lean in and like listen really hard because timothy salome's character literally is <laughs> He's always low. He's always, but but like everybody's kind of talking low in certain scenes. Oscar Isaac talks low. Rebecca Ferguson talks low. The only time you, the, the only time someone didn't talk low was like Jason Momoa's character didn't talk low. Uh, Josh Brolin didn't talk low. But it was just like it's so funny to me. Like these moments where it's important information that you need to hear from the like the exchange of the characters, and they're all down here talking low, and it's just like it's just so. <laughs> But I won't, it doesn't hurt the movie. It just make it just forces you to pay attention. It really does, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I I I can't wait. I, I am actually very intrigued. Am I excited? Uh, you know, kind of. It definitely has my interest. I'm definitely kind of hungry for more about the story, and I think that's that's a good job. I, I I haven't been. I think I'm hungry for more because I'm very interested about this universe because it's very different. This is a different type of science fiction that, like I said, we don't get all the time, and which is very good. You know, they try to say this is like a Star Wars mixes with Lord of the Rings. I was like, sure, but I feel like it's, it's, it's literally its own beast. Dune is its own beast, and and the fact that it's kind of being reestablished as a as, as the sci-fi that we you know we almost forgot. Like there's a lot of us, of us who knew, but I think there's a lot of people who didn't or, or forgot all about it. And I think this is definitely reestablishing itself. So it's doing a good job of grabbing people's intrigue and or just or reigniting people's interest in the story or or you know hyping out the fans who really been who been wanting a remake or reboot of this story 
since the since the eighties, you know, when eighty when it came out in the eighties, you know. So I can, so I'm very I'm, for all the hardcore fans and all who read the books. I'm happy for you guys. For all the new people like myself who I, who I'm technically new, it's, it's very it's very interesting. <clears throat> so in House of Darkness fashion, if I'm going to rate uh, Dune. 2021, I will give it a 7.5. <coughs> I almost wanted to give it an 8, but it confused me for the first 45 minutes. So that, that gives you a minus. But I, it's definitely very interesting. I like some of the characters. Like, so you meet the certain ones, you're like, man, I, I did a pretty cool. Um, and I want to know what happens. And I think that's what gets me. It's like, I want to know what happens to this character. What happens? And I want to, I want to, I want to see what it's, what they're going to do about the telling. I want to know how they're going to explain it to me. Cause like I said, the, the old one, I don't remember a lot of it and I, and it confused me most of the time. So let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. I know my buddy CB Otaku is very excited because he read the books. So I know he's very excited about it. And I hope you guys are too. For those who are fans, um, I like it. I like it. I really do. I honestly can say I like it. I like it. And I would definitely, I definitely am waiting for more about the part two of this. And maybe, maybe it end up being like a big series or something like that of movies, like the, like the Mission Impossibles or the, the Star Wars. Cause I would like to see if they continue the story. I want to see if they will continue it for more than just the, the initial. Cause I want to know what happens. I, I, I want the movie to tell me. I don't want to read the book. Although I'm very, I'm very interested maybe about looking at the books to see. How deep, how deep down the rabbit hole I will go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, anyways, this is a House of Darkness on Dune 2021, part one, by the way. Part one, 7.5 out of 10. I'm, I'm, I can't wait for more. So, you guys behave yourselves, uh, you know, do a couple of Jimmy Jam dances and, uh, and go visit my boy. Uh, I don't know when you guys are going to hear this. This might, by the time you guys hear it, it'll probably be over. But my boy, uh, Takun is at Fan Expo in Toronto this weekend. And if you guys hear it before this weekend's over, go give him a, go give him a visit and a shout out. He's putting in that work. All right, you guys. You guys, you guys are probably hear this late. You're like, you know, at Fan Expo in Toronto. It'd be like 2028 and you guys are listening to it now. So either way, still give him a shout out. He has an Etsy and everything. He, you know, he, he's put in the work. So I, I keep seeing posts and stuff from time to time with him. At the, this fan expo, and it's kind of cool. I think this is one of the bigger, this is one of the big ones out there for him. So, shout outs to Tycoon. All right, guys, behave yourselves, hydrate, and, you know, get a coat, because it's getting kind of, it's getting kind of cold outside. Just a little bit, a little bit.